0: Welcome to the first episode of Empathy Always Wins in 2021. You're listening to the world's exclusive leadership and mental health show. And my name is Ali Salama and I'm so freaking honored to be able to showcase a podcast that has been going on for one year to date with over 80,000 downloads and over 700 listeners. And this is going to be, I believe, episode 38. Yes, it will be. So thank you to everyone who's been tuning in. First of all, I just want to say thank you, Ash, for the music. Daydream, you can stream it everywhere on Apple, Spotify, you name it. Ash is a really close friend of mine highly respect him he started just from his bedroom just like this podcast did um and i highly admire his empathetic personality he's one of my really good friends that lead literally what we're preaching on this podcast from a to z maybe soon we can have him as a guest but today's episode is going to be a little bit different a little bit special And a little bit of a story about empower, how did I create it? What obstacles did I face? My depression, did I overcome it? I live with depression, but how does this even make sense in the corporate world? Isn't that something you shouldn't talk about? What, you know, I think my mind just went, you know, bonkers right now, but we're going to narrow everything down with a very special person who interviewed me not too long ago by the name of Ahmed el And I am really excited to share this interview with you because I feel that, technically speaking, I'm always on the interviewing side. I'm always asking questions. I'm very present. But it feels very different when you're being interviewed. And I want to share that with you because... Ahmed did a great job. I felt very good after the, the the LinkedIn Live. You guys can follow Ahmed on LinkedIn as well. He's a great content creator. Um, I do follow him as well. And you can follow me as well on LinkedIn. I, I post every day as well as I do on Instagram. Without further ado, this is uncovering this, the real back-end story of building the Middle East's mental health magazine and network Empower Mag. Let's hop into today's episode and may you have a lovely 2021. And I'm wishing everybody to really stick strong as we overcome this pandemic. So without further ado, thank you for tuning in. And this is going to be an exciting conversation. Um, Very raw, very real, very heart driven and heart centered. And uh, I hope that if you like it, please feel free to give the podcast a rating uh, subscribe, and even leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well, and drop me a DM on Instagram. Don't be a stranger. Let's hop into it.
1: Hello, everyone. We're live today with uh, Ali Salama. He's uh, the, Middle East, the Middle East ambassador of mental health. He has a podcast that's top number one in uh, Apple that's called uh, Empathy Always Wins keynote speaker in several events, and uh, Ali, how are you doing? How are you, Ahmed? How's it going? All good, all good. So excited to have you today, and uh, really, you've been doing uh, a lot of uh, great things in 2020. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Ali. Ali, uh, uh, take us through your trip in uh, mental health and how did you start about this uh, project of uh, uh, being the mental health investor and uh, why did you choose mental health, especially as your profession and as your passion?
0: Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, yeah, and usually I'm asked that quite a lot because I'm not professional, or I'm not uh, I'm just uh, you know you could you could perhaps call me a social entrepreneur. I even say an artistpreneur because the way we we're going on about making a change, there's a lot of art in the way you have to think about things. Um, again, to your question, what made me go into mental health? It's uh, uh, you know I was always an athlete, yeah. I swam in Alnatura uh, here. I, I signed with them before I uh, left. You know, in 20, I think. Twelve. I swam in the I swam with you know. I swam in the World Championships. So I was always. Oh. I was always. I was always very competitive. But you know, uh, when I went to university, I, I I couldn't cope with living in Canada. The entire um, you know. And uh, I got mentally ill. I got a mental disease. I, I it wasn't sadness. It was depression it was something that i didn't feel before it was uh, a new reality that you know is a very dark reality and it's it's very important that uh, it's because of how intense this experience was uh, i realized that I, you know i almost felt like dying like you ha- if if i was gonna make it out of it i felt like i needed to get other people out of it um and I, I made myself a promise uh, that, you know, if if I do this, I was in entrepreneurship as well, studying, uh, you know, entrepreneurship and strategy in the best entrepreneurship school in Canada. Um, I had Omar Al-Arabi, who is uh, the, you know, the grandfather of the Toshiba Al-Arabi as well. It was a very renowned wow. school. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, the level of education around entrepreneurship that I, that I received was, I mean, I'm very grateful for it. And I realized that in one project that I had at school, um, it was all experiential learning. So we had to go out, fail, and come back, tell them why it didn't work. So I I found, hey, that's a good idea to maybe put out an anonymous submission form on uh, Snapchat. That was back then, Uh, (laughs) and it went viral. I literally just wrote, uh, break the silence, Egypt, uh, share your story anonymously. And uh, I wasn't in a place to read those stories, but it just blew up. And it captured a lot of attention. I didn't know by then what I wanted to do, you know, other than, okay, wow, I need to first of all, get mentally better because I found this drive, this this need, this demand that no one else had known in my age. And I had data, I had what my classroom was teaching me. I had a, a, a valid idea. In entrepreneurship, you have to know your idea is valid. You do tests. This was the test. Work so I came back and I sort of developed on the idea unfortunately I was not mentally well at that age at at that stage sorry not that age only I took another project and it was Egypt and tourism and uh, I that grew up and we made a a, you know a a video that won 2019 UN uh, World Tourism Organization promotional video of the year so I got a lot of experience in that so when i felt i was mentally better i revisited my original project and i decided hey i can't have this as an anonymous platform i wanted to serve the region in a manner that merges mental health with culture so empower was the first mental health magazine in the middle east and i decided uh, that it, the the region needed one because i think that the shame the stigma the you just had someone had to be courageous about it and i think that <coughs> the thing that keeps me going is the fact that I'm a man because I felt that most of the cases, most of the stories that I was getting was that you know, around masculinity being, you know, I, people now, there's a whole thing in Egypt about, you know, feminism and, 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 and sexual harassment. What I, what no one knew was how many people were men and had stories that weren't only just about that, but more, but I felt that I needed to to voice that as a man. So I felt that me being also a, a, a in, in Arabic, right. I felt that this was a, a symbol of, of maybe that I didn't have when I was going through, because you know, in fitness, maybe you have Ali Masar, people who, who mm. took in an industry, but in what I was passionate about, I didn't have someone who could say, hey, I went through this, it's okay, uh, in our culture. You know, Dwayne Johnson, yeah. people in other cultures talk about it, but there's something like Egyptian being, uh, Emirati being, uh, Saudi being, uh, anything. Yeah, like. the Middle
1: East. Yes, the, East. the yeah. a, It's very,
0: it's very, it's very feared upon. So the entire statement around that was, we need to be okay, not being uh, perfect, and not just okay, because I think there's a lot of pressure on that. So that's really why I decided to go into mental health and pursue it. And of course, I wanted to create a systemic change, a culture shift. So. I knew that that happens in corporations. So all my focus was, how can I be an entrepreneur an ethical and a social change maker uh, and creating that systemic change in leadership? So that's why the podcast came in as uh, not to say mental health, wins, but to uh, through the vision and the scope of leadership and call it empathetic leadership. And then I was like, oh, empathy always wins.
1: Yeah, that's that's nice. I, I love the name actually. The empathy always wins. You took us yeah to the to the second question and uh, about the podcast. And I've seen you've been uh, in podcasting for for some time. Also, how did did, did this start? Uh, uh, and uh, and and how long have you been there? And what is your advice to anybody who wants to start uh, podcasting? Uh, because I see that it's uh, started to grow uh, lately.
0: Yeah, uh, great question. Yeah, I hosted an event with uh, uh, Microsoft's managing director, Microsoft for Startups, and uh, and Cheryl King, um, uh, sh- uh, marketeers. Uh, basically, marketeers are the only reporting um, agency in, in the Middle East that produce reports on podcasts. And what I wanted to do, uh, now I've been a year. Just, so to answer your question, I've been podcasting for a year. I started Empathy Always Wins like exactly a year and a couple of days ago. Um, oh. But why I did this event was to bring more awareness on podcasting. But when I started, the intention behind Empathy Always Wins was to create a a conversation uh, with world leaders, having, of course, spoken at the World Health, the UN and and, and, and MIT and, and Canadian Mental Health Association. I knew I had access to a lot of people that wanted to have a conversation that leaders all around the world could listen to. So I was like, let's enhance everyone's sort of uh, um, leadership characteristics and skills because everyone wants to be a better leader. I myself want to be a better leader. Uh, yeah. And I created the show and it started because I was finding that there's more intimacy in the engagement on in podcasting. And I found that this could be something Empower, me as the founder of Empower can pioneer in the region. And that could be something that can bring awareness uh, through mental health because if you start and you can stay consistent in doing one thing when it's very easy like i have the podcasting kit right here and it, it's literally like yeah. what, it's, it's literally like three hundred dollars worth of equipment and i'm a singer as well so i already knew how to edit my voice do all this ah. stuff and I'm, I'm a professionally trained singer
1: and, and, and i took a course uh, in- this is, this is new anyway. this is new you will tell us about that
0: yeah <laughs> Sorry, i didn't know that yeah, so, so so it just happened to be like it made sense, you know. You find YouTubers with a camera. I always had a mic on my desk because I sing, and I, that's my escape.
1: Yeah. Now, that that's that's good to know. Yeah, that it's easy to start for for anyone. It's not uh, like uh, uh, too much investment, and you can start it from anywhere. Like you said, you started uh, from from your home, as long as you have a strong idea and uh, and uh, 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 people around you that, that will support you. Uh, it, it it's uh, it's really it's really worth it to to start in, in, in podcasting. So
0: tell us about this. I want to add add another point because podcasting people feel like it always has to be interviews. Like, yeah. I want really to broaden our perspectives when you think of podcasting. Podcasting could be you simply writing a blog and reading it. It could be you delivering value in ways that maybe isn't the traditional way. Like this is an interview, for example, or this is a conversation. Perhaps yeah. you can yeah. deliver whatever you want to deliver. You can write stories around whatever topic you like. I think that the more we think of podcasting as a medium of intimate communication i think it we especially for entrepreneurs who want to deliver value you can talk about your journey and your conversations with your clients and your digital agency everything that might have not come to your 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 your, your thoughts so i think thinking about podcasting from a way that is how do I have fun doing it versus how it is meant to be done? Nothing is meant to be done. I think podcasting is great if you if, if you just want a new challenge and want to um, really start something from your heart
1: yeah yeah that's uh, that's that's amazing you you don't have to uh, to just it uh, can be uh, like your thoughts it doesn't have to be an interview that that's uh, new information and then it's good that you have the different topics that you can talk about uh, while having the podcast ahmed khalil is here he's uh, saying love to see you two incredible leaders ahmed thank you so much for joining amina summer hello how are you uh joseph here is asking a, que- a question if you don't have empathy you're a king and kings don't have friends just followers and foes what's your thoughts about that
0: I think that you know um, you, if you don't have empathy you're a king and kings don't uh, look I think that empathy is something that if you if you don't have it you choose not to have it we're we're born yeah. and, you know babies yes. human yes. beings as soon as we're born we're we're a I infants. we we feel others we know when others are a threat we cry so before you and i choose to have empathy or not it, it's simply in us so whether you don't exactly. have it you feel that being emotionally intelligent is not the way to sustain your king's stature yeah. i don't think that's necessarily uh the way to go about it because. The best leaders, Jeff Bezos or the most powerful leaders are the leaders who know how to influence. And you can't influence if you can't be emotionally cued to the culture, to the generation, to so many different aspects in your company leadership-wise. So I think that it is a must-have. And that's why we're doing the event with HAD, of course, the Mental Toughness Series, because the resilience, emotional intelligence, empathy, is no longer a, a a a a you know should could you need to it's have a it's a, it's a must. must it's a must to be able to be successful and to be able to approach and win clients win conversations with your uh, close uh, family you know relatives it's 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 seeing what the other person is going through to be able to understand them and better deliver them value in personal and professional relationships
1: I agree. We have to be thoughtful. We are all emotional beings. We we have to deal with each other uh, with empathy. That's uh, that's right. That's right, Ali. Tell us about this uh, this event and uh, what are you doing here in, uh, in Emirates uh, and how uh, how are things going for for Empower Magazine and your uh, your thoughts about that and how are things going? Tell us about that.
0: Well, uh, of course, the the, the Middle and North Africa region is very different uh, to Canada. You know, I've always dreamt of actually being here, you know, actually making an impact on the ground, not just online, because all my work is online and, uh, of course, it feels different. So it's, it's, of course, a little bit scary to, you know, even though I speak, you know, at schools and I do a lot of other uh, things and, and stuff, it's different. It feels different to be home doing something like that uh, because you are face forward, uh, you know, in front of the adversary, the culture that yeah. hasn't accepted it. The the the, yes. the people that not they not everyone is going to be your follower when you start out. So, uh, and that's a trait where whenever you start anything new, actually you feel it. So, being here, launching Empower. Um, well, we're starting with the mental toughness series. So, uh, empowering minds is the events business of empower empower is a magazine, but as I'm developing it here right now, we're raising funds as well. We want to make it the ecosystem of mental health, you know? So I, I think that what the region really lacks is in, in mental being is awareness, education and services, awareness. Yeah. What is mental health? People think mental health is like depression, anxiety, all those hard, hard, yes. hard stuff. Yes. Mental health is 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 in every person's health. It's an athlete. It, it differentiates between the Ronaldo and the the, the the average Joe footballer. It differentiates between you call it mental toughness, you call it mindset, you call it whatever, but at the root core of it, it is great mental health and well-being and that the constituents of those elements are the same for those that have that 10 like the 10 percent of those that have the critical illnesses that many mental health awarenesses uh, campaign target but if we target truly everybody and raise you know awareness then educate people about how they can take care of their own mental health because if there's no awareness why would people get educated and then you provide them services but With Empower, it's mainly uh, an enabler. It's mainly that yellow pages of the region. It's mainly so that that young man who wanted to always be in psychology and always thought it was shameful. No, he has a platform. He has that support. He has the community. And it's a community that is is a region wide community. So it's more of um, enabling people to really serve uh, others in the mental wellness niche and then, of course, the events business of Empower, the, the vision of Empowering Minds, and that's why we started it with HAD, is to grow it into the world's leadership and mental health uh, conference or summit with, of course, uh, prizes, you know, change make. Like we have a, a, a framework that we really feel uh, is possible because people are already doing great work here. And imagine if we can't, if we if we award them, if we give them the recognition, if we give them the support, if we give them the platform. There will be so much more. And this is for the betterment of the region, for the for the youth coming and, and wanting to truly make a change. There's, In my point of view, it's good to make a change. It's it's great to want to make an impact. But it's different when you have that support to make the change. Because I've been in the game for quite some time. And when I started out, the biggest challenge was, hey, you're doing great work. That's amazing for the world. But where's the funding? Where's the, yeah. where's the support? And that's the biggest obstacle for people that want to sort of follow that route is that it's unconventional. It's very tough. It's very challenging. But when there is that ecosystem, people can uh, feed off of one another and everyone eats and everyone makes a change.
1: Yeah, that's great, uh, Ali. And I think you partnered with uh, with a great team. Shout out to the team of uh, of hat. They are are amazing people.
0: Yeah, Dalia, Dalia, she's in America uh, uh there they are. You know, they are very, very powerful, driven, vision-oriented women that truly, you know, off the record, feel the same feeling. I feel that when you enter partnerships, it can't just be about the money. It can't just be about the network. It has to be about truly. Do you give a, a you know a damn about this? Is it in your heart? Because trust me, when you find that synergy. It's not work. It's more of you push each other, you 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 challenge one another. It's 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 a healthy environment to grow, to prosper, and I think that's the idea of work that we want to build. We want don't want work to be a nine to five, and that's a part of my life. Work is now becoming the biggest uh, uh, impact impactful uh, part. Of the Really, just make it holistically built within people. And I feel that by sharing these stories and by sharing how to, you know, form those partnerships and how I formed them on LinkedIn through a podcast just like this, uh, and then you know, told me, hey, you know, I really think we're going to do something together. And you get a call like three weeks later, five weeks later, you're in another country and you're just a, a young kid starting out. I think youth need to know that if they really pursue the right avenues and be proactive about their work, I was going to. Stop and power because of the lack of funding or the support. Yeah. Had support, I was able to really find that that floor where I can do the work that you know I need to do as, as Ali on behalf of Empower.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. Of course, uh, Ali, great that you did not stop, and uh, of course there is always uh, obstacles, but uh, keep going and uh, and really uh, really. Uh, it's great to see uh, what you're doing and you're really progressing. And uh, I think 2021 for you will be a step change in, in everything. Thank you. Hamad, uh, Hamad, thank you so much uh, for uh, for coming in. And he's asking about best qualities of a leader to strive in a, in a startup IT business. I think you know
0: the best qualities of a leader, uh, especially... Uh, you know, uh, driving an IT business. I'll even frame that a little bit, sort of uh, a tech business, perhaps. I think it's being able to have great teamwork skills. That's all yeah. We're all going to be finding remote work the norm very soon. Um, I think it's being able to work in a team and choosing the right people to work with as well. I think sometimes you have the best idea out there. People are working on it but if there isn't the right chemistry in the team, uh, and that's really what we're going to talk about as well in on the, on the Mental Toughness series with with Had, um, it's it's all about that resilient team that can truly flourish and, and succeed during these hard times because we're going to keep getting hard times, guys. Like, I, I don't think it's ever going to get, you know, of course, it's going to get easier, but it's then it's going to get, it's a cycle. Like, it's life. It's a cycle, so, yes. yes.
1: So true. the main
0: quality of that leader has to be, uh, a, a strong, resilient, and, and an empathetic uh, team uh, leader that leads by example and that is truly uh, that is truly highly emotionally intelligent. Because mm-hmm. only then will he spot the right people, and only then will he be so cued with who's fit for the chemistry and who isn't
1: through through uh, emotional and social intelligence now it's uh, it's a must like you said and uh, and empathy and and supporting your uh, your people and especially in these hard times and uh, leading with empathy yes that that's true Ali, what is what is your advice for people who are suffering from like any mental illness or mental health? As you said, you you had also your your times that you were suffering about that. What's your advice, and how can people like trust someone uh, to talk to? And uh, did you have like a coach or something to talk to to get you out of uh, any mental uh, mental issues? What's your advice to people suffering from this problems kind of problems? Yeah, you
0: know. You know I- There's so many ways to answer this question, but I'll keep it very simple. My first piece of advice is, um, first of all, find someone that you can be vulnerable with uh, that, first of all, can never judge you for whatever that is you feel. and that is very of course hard for people like us living in this part of the world which is why i'm doing what i'm doing but that doesn't mean that they're not there that means that you can seek them through the services available but the idea of going to a service doesn't mean that you are weak it doesn't mean that you are uh, that that you that you lost it that you've gone you know crazy as we say here it, it absolutely every high professional athlete, Muhammad Salah, Cristiano, they all have mental coaches, whether they're sports psychologists or whatever. So I really, really, really need to emphasize that seeking support is an empowering act of taking charge because whenever you feel the way, you know, mental illnesses make you feel or mental challenges, they are illogical. They they, they they wear on top of you and they make you feel like you don't want an out, which is very different to physical illnesses that you just want to get your cast off and you want to be able to write back. I, mentally emotional illnesses are different. So the act of seeking help is a very courageous act and you have no idea how strong it is to speak to someone that is the first step and that is enough to get that load that you've been holding off your shoulders off your, yeah. off your chest that itself is is the start everything else is 10% that's
1: 90% yeah i think you you answered the question and uh, yeah it's important that you can get it out of your your chest so yeah yeah it's really it really is yeah i agree with you Ali you have uh, any questions for uh, for me yeah of course and I, I, sure. I
0: want I want to ask you a little bit about how does this conversation affect you you know in your line of business in in, in your experience in the Arab world are you seeing uh, that shift that in leadership in the style of leadership uh, change and if it has or hasn't
1: where are we going I think we are going uh, towards uh, this shift, but slowly, still, uh, of course, we have uh, like uh, people. uh not not talking too much about uh, empathy or talking about uh, mainly about uh, reaching uh profits whatever it takes um the, they really don't care about uh, too much about their 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 employees it can they can change uh, uh easily like uh, employees still still we have i think long long way to go but there is there is a lot of good examples here and that uh, uh, there is uh, there is a move The things started to to shift and uh, you can see see people who, uh, who lead with empathy, who care about their uh, their employees, uh, mental health, who care about uh, uh, their families and, and all that. But, but still, it will take some time. But it, it started started uh, uh, really to show maybe it's more uh, clear uh, outside the Arab world but it started to, to resonate here also and we started to see some people talking about it and uh, I've seen some really good examples of uh, leaders here in uh, LinkedIn who who seem to be really care about their their employees and we've seen some companies also who uh, care about their employees during this uh, this pandemic still of course uh, there's a lot of people who lost their their jobs and uh, but uh, on the same way maybe some companies really cared about their employees during this uh, this uh, this pandemic like uh, they they didn't uh, like rush them in to, to move to uh, uh, to go to, to their work. They can work uh, easily online. They trusted their employees that they were not following up. They know that their employees are responsible and they will do their uh, their business. They cared about their employees' health and about their family's health. So there is, a, I think, there is a good movement uh, towards that. Let me ask you, uh, Yanni,
0: perhaps. Um, do you, do you feel that, uh, because of COVID, uh, people have become a little bit more, uh, open to the conversation about mental health?
1: I think, yes, uh, of course, because you, uh, COVID and everybody was staying for some time at, uh, at home and, uh, not too much movement. And, uh, it's like people were a little bit, uh, you know some people like they felt that they lost their, their freedom of uh, going after homes yeah I think people were more more and more open to talk about uh, uh, mental issues and uh, and mental health because people uh, this year it was a shock for them that they had to stay and get uh, like locked a little bit at home and and it uh, it changed a lot of people a lot of people started to be more family oriented than, uh, than, than before
0: yeah. I, I mean, I, I felt that too, but, I, you know, I, when I come to think about it, I think the silver lining of all what we've been all going through is being forced to think about other people, you know, wearing yeah. that mask, people things, um, understanding why, even if you hate it, I we, hate, we all hate wearing the mask, but, you know, I mean, just stuff like this, I think it's forced us to think in a way that,
1: not everybody used to think about and uh, for me that was the lining of COVID yeah I think so Uh, there is a lot of the mindset changed and, uh, and, uh, and people started to think uh, differently, even uh, when we started to be more active, for me, for example, more active online and going uh, on, on LinkedIn, it totally changed my mindset. and met a lot of, uh, of, uh, of nice people, besides being uh, close to family, I uh, started to to feel like uh, what what are the efforts for example that my wife is doing with uh, with my kid and you know you, you start to feel people even people around you that that you did not feel that they are doing so much for you and uh, and, and and for the well-being of the family and you started to feel other people what about if you're managing someone and he's, uh, he's suffering from from the same so you have to have uh, empathy and you have to feel uh, uh, other people uh, as well.
0: Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And that makes you, yeah. of you more more of a successful uh, leader because when you win people on the on the personal uh, on a personal note and on a personal relationship, uh, yeah. you know, work just becomes a matter of uh, of uh, the relationship with and to work becomes a, a lot different.
1: Um, let's answer this question. Yeah, it looks looks interesting. So, uh, Mohamed is asking uh, about uh, what's the best way to keep employee happy for a startup business. I mean, would you please explain about team binding activity, how exactly it will affect on employees' subconscious mind?
0: Yeah, I mean, as as we said, for IT companies, it's very different than uh, other companies, such as event companies that have different employees doing different tasks, but the thing that I definitely would highly recommend, and by the way, this is a strategy Klopp uses. So yeah. you're in Liverpool. Uh, no, what no one knows about him is that he gives consulting services for the most elite companies out there because of his leadership wow. skills. He runs Liverpool like a CEO. And if I can tell you one, if I can tell you one, um major key takeaway from uh, that question uh, a leadership uh, sort of a team building exercise is get to know each and every member of the team i think even if you're a company even if you are um a, a startup no matter how big you are uh, if you're a family you know you have to know every single name on your floor you know you have to know every single name and and person uh, on your team you have to be able to have time that is separated from work dedicated to that people, what they like let them let get more connected on the human level which we have all been forced to do and i think as a as a as a as a, as a training to you know have a one hour catch up time where everyone has a minute to you know recap the the, the things they're most grateful for and then uh, circle around once again what's one unique thing funny thing that happened to someone you put people in, in 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 elements that they don't associate with work and you make them understand that hey we can have a laugh here we can and and, and work always becomes a byproduct of that relationship That 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 you have with your members, so you ask them, hey, how's your son, uh, you know, uh, Ehab doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember what you told me last year. And then those comments start to roll on. People start to be more connected. But of course, that only works when you choose the right team, with the right chemistry, because with that chemistry. And that's why I say in life and the business, empathy always wins, because that is the that should be the DNA of selecting. And of course, the DNA of the chemistry moving forward as a company, as a, as a football team, as whatever that is that is trying to achieve an outcome or a target or hit a target.
1: I totally agree with you where, uh, as I said, we're emotional beings and we need to be connected and there, there must be like team activity. And uh, it's, it's it's super important that you know everyone in your team and you know what they, if they are suffering or something and you care about them. This is how, how you succeed and how uh, how teams succeed. If there are everybody's distant or working in silos, it, it never works, it never works. Uh, you'll find that after a few years it will fall down and uh, the company will not will not achieve and people will be like feeling like a burden when they're going to work they're not enjoying work so uh, people people want to go to work to grow personally
0: as well too that's a big our generation is very different like when we choose where we want to work we don't just look at uh, a paycheck we look at is this gonna make me happy because we see a lot of people with big fat paychecks that and we're are not, happy. We're not are happy. very miserable and the last thing we want to do is work so hard and end up being miserable because you know yeah. it's not like before when we never said how we feel we know what's going on we're not naive we're not a naive generation
1: i agree with you that's uh, maybe the difference between the new generation and the uh, the, the older generation, but uh, it's really it's really an interesting uh, subject, of course, and uh, we're so happy to have you today, uh, Ali. Thank you, Chenowas. Uh, he's saying very impressive observation. Thank you so much for for tuning in, uh, Ali. Uh, the the chat with you it's really interesting, and we can go really for 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 hours. But I'm looking forward, maybe one time, to be uh, your guest, and uh, we can do that uh, again and, and again and again. Uh, and uh, I'm really uh, impressed with uh, with your mentality and what you're doing. Uh, in your age, you're you're still young, and you have a uh, lot, lot, lots and lots to to give. And I feel that 2021 will be really big for you.
0: I appreciate it, and uh,
1: you know, I, I it's
0: definitely. A pleasure to have you on. Empathy always wins. Um, it's meant for people that you know uh, believe in this, uh, not message in this mentality, and uh, it's uh, it's a it's a lifestyle. It's uh, it's not just uh, oh a book you read and then on to the next one. It's a uh, or a podcast you read. It's it's uh, it's stories. It's uh, it's a way of uh, doing things. It's a way of being, and it's so simple because um, I think that you know. In closing, I just want to say that. Uh, the more human you are, um, that's what's going to help you get to where you, um, you want in a world where uh, intentions aren't, aren't so clear and in a world where um, sometimes things aren't um, very transparent. The only way to really, really uh, get and win positions, people, um, win yourself is by knowing yourself and knowing exactly who you want to be what you want to do, but knowing also what you don't want to do and who you don't want to be. And that's just equally important. So uh, thank you Ahmed for having me and I really, really, really appreciate this opportunity to be able to speak to an audience, uh, a respected audience like yours.
1: Respect, Ali. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and I'm uh, really happy to have you today and uh, thank you so much. Take care and uh, I hope we did not uh, like, uh, you did not stay for, uh, for long and uh, it was really enjoyable. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye, Ali.
0: Woo! That was fun. That was fun. My old gist is how can we make really educational content fun you know i i I really don't like education but i love it at the same time and i swear to god you know i'm a very energetic guy but sometimes i can't sit still for days and i just need to feel that i'm not learning when i'm learning that i'm playing because at times i feel that i really miss being a little kid and i just don't like it when they tell you Growing up is, is a trap. So to anyone that feels that 2021 is another year they, they're growing, yet they feel a little bit trapped or enclosed, may this be a sign of hope that you can pretty much make a podcast, make a community on LinkedIn, on Facebook, bring a four friends every week and make it a habit where you... Sh- Share value, but also have a laugh, crack a joke, have some sense of sort of humor and lightness to anything that is work or developmental related because at the end of the day, that's how you keep going. That's the secret of, you know, making a thousand episodes, reaching, it's not about a number. It's about a feeling and it's about a sensation. It's, that's also being about self-compassionate with yourself. So I really want to put that out because sometimes you always get asked, hey, how do you do this? How do you do this? It's by, by having fun. And that's very subjective. My fun is different from your fun. Your fun is different from another's fun way of life. And I think that that's just the main gist of this show. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's a pleasure to have you listening to Empathy Always Win. Follow us at, at Empathy Always Wins. Surely. Actually, shortly, not surely, shortly, we will be able to um, watch Empathy Always Wins on YouTube. This is my main target for 2021 is building Empower into some sort of a media production house whereby this can be real time, live and in action, bringing some of the biggest, most, you know, freaking awesome guests on the show and talking about mental health in a way that is just empowering. I don't want anyone to think that mental health is this heavy topic. I'm inspired by taking care of one my mental health personally and I feel that living with a condition only makes me want to learn about it and not beat it but work with it and and sometimes I'm very high like right now but other times if you watch my Instagram stories I'm very low and I share that as well. And I don't like it when people tell me like yesterday's story, hey, you look good, I wanna be looking like you, or hey, how do you do all this and all that? I'm like, guys, don't judge me by social media. Don't judge anyone by social media. We're human beings. You are beautiful, you are worth it. And it takes strength, courage and vulnerability and empathy To look deep inside your eyes and see that softest part that allows you to be kind and compassionate with others. Um, That's the most important thing I learned in 2020 when things were going very sour. So I'll leave that, you know, I'll I'll leave it there on this note. And as I always say, ending this podcast, 2021 brings a different energy. I wanted to infuse that into this episode. May we always know that in life and in business, true vulnerability, compassion, and empathy, always, heck it always wins.